It's time for episode seven of Squaring Up the Sharp. My name is Max Carroll. I am joined by co-host Austin Weinrich. How are you doing today, Austin? Doing good. Doing good. You had a, a decent week or, uh, yeah. you know, 50-50. This was, yeah, this was a 500 week. Seems like every week's pretty tough, uh, <laughs> you know, here in the beginning of the season. But um, we've got a good episode for you here today. We uh, are going to recap week week five. Yes. I'm getting ahead of myself mm-hmm. here. Week five and uh, and get into week six a little bit. Um, just some housekeeping items. We are presented by The Link. Make sure to check out their website. It's lynqsports.com. There's a lot, uh, everything's free on there. All the, all the content is free. A lot of good betting analysis and opinion pieces, so make sure to check that out. Again, it's all free, so no reason not to. That's lynqsports.com, linksports.com. And um, why don't we uh, we start with our, our records for, for the week overall, yeah, and, um, and we'll start there. You improved a little bit this week. You were 5-9-1 uh, with a push this week. I was 7-7-1. Seven, seven and, and, you know, so, when as we predicted, to be honest, a little nutty week. You definitely saw some contenders now. You're starting to see them pull away. It'd be nice if the Patriots played someone. Yeah, I mean, uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> the Patriots are, are undefeated through week five. And, I mean, we talked about this last week, but there's a lot of uncertainty. I mean, you see some teams kind of stepping up and, and playing well. Uh, you talk about the 49ers, the, the Patriots, obviously. Um, Green but, Bay going into Dallas. Yeah, Green Bay going into Dallas. There's... There are some teams that you look at and say, all right, these teams are for real. Then there are some other teams that maybe you thought were for real and just had some serious duds and it kind of left you scratching your head a little bit. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Uh, but, yeah, it was, just a, it was just a weird week. And that seems to be the theme going on right now. And you kind of brought it up beforehand. The fact that there are multiple double-digit spreads. Every week. Every week. There's two or three every week. It just shows you the the gap between the better teams and the not so good teams, and there are some pretty bad teams. I mean, we had two two winless teams play each other, and it was just a, a sloppy game. But but we'll get into all of that. Uh, and just real quick, before we uh, before we get started, uh, later on this week we're gonna have uh, Michael Vale. He's the contributor, the college football. Uh, contributor for the link. We're going to have him on. We got some big games coming up this week in college football. Um, some big, some big uh, conference in-conference games. So he's going to come on and kind of talk to us about that and, and what to expect. And and he's got some good stuff on the link. So on the linksports.com. So make sure to check that out. And then we're also going to have uh, a guest of ours or a friend of ours on as a guest to talk about the. Uh, championship series for for Major League Baseball. I know we haven't talked about that that much. Obviously, the Yankees with the sweep um, last night over the Twins, and some pretty good series going on. But we're going to talk about the championship series and, and preview that once that gets started. So we'll have that all for you uh, within the next week. We'll have that. Um, but let's jump into Week Five recap right now. Uh, we start off with the Thursday night game. You brought it up. Uh, Green Bay went into to. Uh, no, the Rams or Seahawks was the third. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking last week. That was this was one of the better games yes. so far this season. 
I mean, the storyline for me coming out of this game was if Zerloin hits that kick, then it's, oh, Jared Goff's great. Look, there's nothing wrong with him. He drove them down. But yeah, I think Russell Wilson's a legit MVP contender. Well, I mean, just look at that throw that he made to, to Tyler Lockett in the corner of the end zone. When I saw that, I honestly thought he was throwing it away. <laughs> And he's rolling out to his left. He turns his body and th- just throws a dart to the corner of the end zone where only Lockett can catch it. And that was just, I mean, you can say all you want about the 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 offensive line struggles that the Seahawks have had over the last couple of years. I mean, this guy is, it almost, <laughs> it almost doesn't even phase him at this point. No, he's a smaller guy too. I think he's listed at... 5'11 or something. Yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely under six feet. Um, but yeah, I mean, how can he not be in the discussion? It's He's been he off the charts. He threw another four touchdown passes, yeah. no interceptions. I, I think he has 12, mm-hmm. 12 touchdowns. No, he's got either 12 or 15. No no picks on the year, though. No, it's insane. Yeah, he's just been, he's been so good. And uh, yeah, he's... Yeah, twelve touchdowns on the season, no interceptions. Yeah, he's got he's got to be in the discussion. Uh, he's, I know, you obviously you put Mahomes up there. Th- those two right now are the top top dogs as far as quarterback play goes. Yes, um, possibly a running back too. We'll get to it later. Yeah, um, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, the Seahawks win at thirty twenty nine. Very exciting game. Uh, the spread here was. One Minus and one and a half for the Seahawks. So Vegas was right on this game. They were right on it, and uh, I think you had the Rams. Yes, I had Seattle, and it came down to that two point conversion at the end. That would have been the uh, the difference in the in the game right there for for anyone that was betting on that. But um, good win for you to start off the week. Close game. Good game to watch. Uh, we'll move on to the next one here. The Jaguars uh, lost to the Panthers 34-27. So the Kyle Allen kind of saga continues here. Keeps rolling, and they already ruled out Cam Newton for week six. Yeah, they're not not wasting any time ruling this guy out because they they just keep winning. And it helps when you have Christian McCaffrey just just nobody can stop this guy. Uh, Just nobody can stop him. And Kyle Allen should be... uh, you know, taking this guy out to dinner every day because he's making his job pretty easy, uh, making him look good. But McCaffrey just, I don't, there's not really anything that you can say about this guy. No, I mean, he had 176 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and then 61 yards receiving and a touchdown. So three touchdowns on the day. It's pretty much every game now. 230 yards total. Yeah. Tied the single game team record for the Panthers uh, scrimmage, yards from scrimmage. And it just seems like he's doing it every week. I think he's on pace right now to pass Chris Johnson's uh, scrimmage, yeah. uh, yards from scrimmage record of t- it was 2,500 something. Yeah. So he's on pace for that right now. And uh, he's got to be way ahead of the pace at this point. He's putting up 150 plus every game. I think he had one dud. Which was week two, and that was with Cam Newton's quarterback. Yeah. That was the last yeah, game yeah, Cam Newton yeah, yeah. played. Yep, yep. Every other game he's had two hundred plus yards from scrimmage. It's just insane. Um, but yeah, the Panthers are staying afloat somehow in a division that's you know pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, 
with the Buccaneers have stumbled a little bit, uh, losing two out of that last three. The Saints have not stumbled at all. The Saints have not. <laughs> they've they've kept it going. So and they got a big division win this week. But yeah, I mean it's going to come down to do I? I don't think the Panthers can keep it up. You know, but I eventually you have to think McCaffrey's going to slow down at some point. I just don't know how they're going to do it. Because if they haven't done it now, I don't really know if there's an answer. I don't know. If you look at some of the runs he's having, people aren't even touching him. So it's not like he's getting killed. Yeah, which I didn't really come into this year thinking that the Panthers had a great offensive line. But whatever they're doing is working, so just keep it up. But, uh, yeah, the Jaguars fall to two and three. Um, but, uh, again, you know, around the, the 500 mark might win one of the, you know, the AFC South and the NFC, or, yeah, the AFC South and the NFC South. Around 500, mm-hmm. maybe 9 and 7, you might win the division. So you just have to stay, stay in that range uh, as you go forward. But, yeah, I mean, obviously Christian McCaffrey's an MVP. That's who you were talking about, I'm yes. assuming, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, um yeah, the next game here, the Cardinals get their first win against the Bengals, uh, 26-23 in Cincinnati. I think uh, the Bengals actually made a, a pretty nice comeback here yeah. in, in the second half. They were down two touchdowns. They scored they scored two touchdowns in, in less than two minutes <laughs> in the fourth quarter to but, make a game of this. Yeah, they, they scored 14 points in the fourth, but they gave up 13, so... Yeah, so, yeah, I guess so they, they kind of <laughs> dug themselves a hole, but... Um, yeah, the Bengals 0-5. I don't really see any end in sight for this team. I don't know. We got to stop calling Andy Dalton average Andy. He might be horrible Andy. <laughs> 22 yards passing in the first half. How really? is that possible in the NFL game? He actually, he started <laughs> off pretty pretty good throwing the ball the last couple weeks he's just been something awful you know the offensive line is bad but they were actually able to run the ball in this one Mixon had a decent game yeah he finished with 262 yards passing so it all came in the second half yeah I guess they figured something (laughs) out but I don't know the Bengals uh, they might they might be a one or two win team I I don't really see them being getting any better no no AJ Green again this week. Yeah. I would assume he's going to be a trade target for someone. If he's healthy, yeah. I mean, he can he can help someone and maybe I mean they're not going to get they'll get pennies on the dollar at this point, but it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. So we'll see about that going forward. Uh, next game here, a ton of points in this one. Um, Texans beat up on the Falcons, fifty-three to thirty-two. Um. And, I mean, Deshaun Watson and, and Will Fuller connection was in full swing this week. Uh, if you have either of them in fantasy. Any type of fantasy, I any, know. They... Yeah, any type. Um, I actually had I had Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> and Michael Thomas all on one team in DraftKings. Those four players alone got me 200 points. And... I actually did not win anything because everyone else everyone else has such a duh. yeah well that with the combination of um there were just so many points to go around oh, this yeah. week and I mean, Aaron Jones so many three touchdown performances from players this week yeah and uh, so it just it was very frustrating all around not only 
you know, just to add insult to injury, again, I had another rough week in our picks. And on top of that, I finally get something going in fantasy, but it doesn't even matter because it just doesn't. That's just the way it, that's just the way it works, I guess. But I don't, know. I don't know how Dan Quinn kept his job after this game. Yeah, this was bad. I think he uh, fired his defensive coordinator. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't he <laughs> yeah. running the defense? I mean, yeah, but he fired the defensive coordinator. Gotta blame, like gotta blame somebody. <laughs> gotta blame somebody. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Texans put up. They just could do whatever they wanted. Um, yeah, it was bad. Will Fuller with three touchdowns. Hopkins was held in check a little bit, but I mean, you know, when you're when you can't cover Will Fuller, <laughs> why even? You don't have. They didn't make him throw to anybody else, so. Um, you know, the Texans just could do whatever they wanted. The Falcons, you know, this was a pretty close game up until kind of midway through the second half, and then the, the Falcons, Texans just took off. Yeah, the Falcons' defense could not stop anything yeah. the whole game. Well, that's how it's been all year for them. They've had trouble, and this was a team that, you know, was it three three years ago, or two, what was it, two, year, two Super Bowls ago? Three yeah, Super two, Bowls? two Super Bowls ago there five minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. And a lot of that had to do with their defense playing well. You know, a lot of speed on the defensive side of the ball. And you kind of wonder what the hell happened over there. But, um, you know, even offensively. I mean, Julio Jones, again, pretty much a non-factor. No, didn't do anything the whole game. Yeah. And when you when you have the, the pieces of them, they can't run the football. Devontae Freeman, who got paid big money... To do nothing. ...has been just awful. I think Ito Smith has been more productive than him. And you can't get the ball to your to the, the biggest, strongest wide receiver in the NFL. They have Sanu, who's good. They have Calvin Ridley who, and Austin Hooper, who's come on. I mean, what's the um, deal here? I, mean, I, they I still, wish I knew. They still put up 32 points, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, they're one and four in a division that's very winnable. This has to be very frustrating for Falcons management and, and Arthur Blank. I'm sure he's not too happy about this. Between the seeing the Cam Newton injury and the Drew Brees injury, the Falcons should have been licking their lips saying, this is our division to win this year. Yeah. And they're one and four. Yeah. So they, 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 they've been... One of one of the top the the, the biggest disappointments yeah, this year. Yeah, I would year. agree with you. Um, but I mean, that's so that to me that falls on the head coach. I mean, something something's going on here because they have the pieces. They have a healthy Deion Jones, you know, which they didn't have for most of last year, and they were better last year than they are this <laughs> year. So uh, you know, something something's off there. But um, they I. I, I, you can't write them off yet because the division's still going to be a little bit close. I mean, well, actually, I, now I thought the Saints were three and two, but they're actually four and one. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to their game right now. They they beat the Buccaneers thirty one twenty four. Bridgewater continues to be a good story. Yeah, that's his coming out party. Had a great game, three hundred and fifteen yards, four touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. So I mean. If this is what they're going to give, if this is what he's going to give them, uh, I mean... Yeah, now it looks like he's finally starting to settle in and become a little bit yeah. more than a game manager. Yeah, exactly. You know, I wasn't too worried about it because Sean Payton's a good play caller. He's a good offensive guy. So they would find a way to get him going eventually. 
And the Buccaneers defense really hasn't been anything great. No. So now this was the time to kind of let them loose a little bit. I understand against the Cowboys, you want to play it a little bit. You know, Cowboys have a have a you know you think that they have a good de- they haven't been playing too well lately, but they at least have a respectable defense. So the the low scoring game last week, you kind of understand that a little bit. But you know, coming out putting up thirty one, throwing for three hundred plus, four touchdowns, uh, that was pretty much what what they needed to see out of him i think to to feel comfortable going forward and the defense didn't play awful and then you got the uh instagram story out there drew Brees throwing the ball already yeah i think he'll be back before before you before you know it next couple weeks but it's a good i mean you can say it's a good problem to have bridgewater there was a reason why they traded for him and signed him yeah, and he he seems like he's just about the team. Like he's not a me guy. He, you know, when he when Drew Brees comes back, he'll understand that it's his it's his team, and he'll, you know, go back to being a backup. How about the Jets? Do you think they regret that trade? I think it was a fourth uh, round. Yeah, day. <laughs> how can you not? How can you not? How can you not? Because you know we'll get to the Jets, but. I mean, I don't know if they resign him. I mean, I was the Saints did resign him. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to a few people the other day, and it's like, how, how can you not have a backup quarterback? I mean, you never you never go into saying, oh, you know, our starter is going to be out with mono. Like that's just a freak thing. Yeah. But th- this was supposed to be the, the Jets spent all this money, they bring in all these guys, and it's a lost season because they didn't have a backup quarterback. They didn't even go out to try to get one. No, and that's what's that's what's amazing to me, and that's why it's like, all right, well, they let Luke Folk start start this week, and we'll get to that game later. But geez, it's, that was it, it's just ineptitude. I think that's the only word because would you think was gonna would uh, I don't know. I mean, they lucked out that that bye week was. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, I mean... They, that's they, the only team they could beat was LeBron with right, let's, focus a quarterback. I, I have no problem ripping on the Jets. We'll, we'll, we got a few <laughs> games before we get to them. So let's let's talk about the other New York team first. But um, the Giants were at home this week to Minnesota, and they... They got dominated. They got dominated. 28-10. Dalvin Cook, another guy that might be in the MVP discussion. Uh, 218 scrimmage yards. Um, and... They made Kirk Cousins look good, which is very hard to do. Very hard to do. I think they showed a stat uh, during the game that Kirk Cousins is like two and eight or something against teams above five hundred. Oh, I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. Two and eight uh, uh, in, in that ways. in that it's regard, and in prime time, you know, just awful. But they made him look like an actual, like an actual good quarterback. Thielen just. They couldn't. They couldn't stop Thielen. I thought I, it was funny because I got some messages from you, and I thought something was wrong with my phone because I think you sent like four or five, <laughs> just saying DeAndre Baker fell down. <laughs> DeAndre Baker fell down, and I I was like, wait, I already saw this, and I'm going through. I'm like, oh, this because it happened again. It happened again. Yeah, he's and trying I, to cover Thielen, and he's down by his ankles as Thielen's catching the ball in the yeah, end zone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm, I wasn't able to watch the game, but um, I'm actually kind of glad that I wasn't able to because you didn't I, miss I wouldn't have been happy about it. And the Giants defense looked pretty good over the last couple weeks, but I think mean, that was more of a barrage. Yeah, I think, and it, the teams they were playing too. I mean, 
they gave up three points to the Redskins. Redskins can't mm -hmm. score on anybody, so I throw that out. And the game against the Bucks, they gave up 30-plus. They just played well in the second half against Winston, who is prone to make mistakes. So how much can you really say that that was, you know, that was the defense actually getting it together? You can't, you can't say that. I was happy with Daniel Jones' performance. I mean, he missed two touchdowns, which makes the game a lot closer. Yeah. both Were they both to Shepard? Yeah. Right? They were both to Shepard. So they had their opportunities. They hung in there for a little bit. And they just couldn't get it done in, in plus territory. They were... They, they had the ball. the ball. They were able to move the ball. They just couldn't finish their drives. And uh, so it, it, there are some positives to take away from it. But now... You're two and three going into a Thursday night game with a rookie quarterback and it's Belichick. Yeah, uh, you, we'll, we'll tell you how we feel about that uh, in a little bit, but that's that's not a good uh, situation for them to be in. Um, let's talk about the London game. Raiders were technically the home team, um, but they played the Bears over in uh, was it Tottenham? Yeah, it Tottenham Stadium or, or whatever it's called out there. Um, but the Raiders get a big win. Yeah. Uh, this was a surprising one for, for me. Uh, I thought the Bears would take care of business. I mean, Khalil Mack was talking all week about revenge or something like that. I think he was quoted as saying. Yeah. Uh, oh, last week, you know, after after week four, he came out and said, I don't care. Yeah, and then... And then he kind of backtracks a little bit, so... Some reporter you know, asked a little bit. I forgot what the word was. It was a synonym for revenge. That's all I yeah. know. Yeah, well... He's like, I like that word. Yeah, I think you can kind of kind of get an idea of, of where where they where his head was at, at least. But, I mean, the Bears... The, the Raiders got off to a fast start, and the Bears had to fight back, which they did. And then it came down to, came down to the end. But this running back that the Raiders got, Josh Jacobs, he looks like he's pretty legit. This is the Khalil Mack pick, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, so so you know we'll see how it turns out, but I mean it looks, it looks pretty good for them right now. I like Josh Jacobs. I drafted him everything in fantasy. Yeah, in all our teams, and he seems to be performing pretty well. I'm very happy. He had two more touchdowns this week against a tough Chicago defense. So this is a defense that held Dalvin Cook to like 22 yards rushing the week before. Yeah, it actually says um, a little note here. It says he's the first running back with 140 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns versus Chicago since 2013. So, um, I mean, that's uh, it's just a big win for the Raiders. Uh, they go to three and two, and outside of the Chiefs, I don't know what the Chargers are. And I don't even think the Chargers know what they Chargers, are. Chargers, it seems like it's typical Chargers. We'll get to that game. Yeah, and the, um, the the Broncos, I mean, they're not very good. So maybe the Raiders put together a, a little wild card I think they're right there. now the sixth seed. Yeah, so they, I mean, I don't know if they'll keep it up. Uh, I, their wins have, I mean, maybe they're just not that type of team that's going to get some impressive wins, but... Hey, I mean, they're taking care of business. That's all you can do, right? Um, but let's get to this Jets game. Eagles just really take it to the Jets, 31-6. The Eagles think, didn't have to do much this game. No, and um, the Eagles' defense had 10 sacks. I don't even know what to say. I, I mean, I guess 
you can't you, you can't really blame it on Falk, I guess, because any team, any, any quarterback that gets sacked 10 times, you, you're probably not going to win the game. The Jets finally score an offensive touchdown for the first time since week one. I think our, our buddy Alex put it the best. He's like, I feel like the Jets should pay me for watching this game. Yeah, which is, that's not a... I mean that's that's an it's an understandable way to feel because this was again they had a bunch of money to spend they spent it and yes there are injuries CJ Mosley got hurt um, Sam Darnold's out but I didn't see I mean, going after look, at, look at the teams that have backup quarterbacks mm-hmm. in right now and, and yes Bridgewater could be a starter somewhere um, Kyle Allen who knows yeah. like did anybody expect that no but. Minshew. Minshew. Get some... Like, what happened? Daniels. Because Luke (laughs) Falk wasn't even on the team. He was on the practice squad. Yeah. And they they sign him from the practice squad and bring him in. And if anybody expected anything else, then they're lying to you. Because you put Luke Falk, who was on the practice squad there, against an offense uh, behind an offensive line that's not very good I mean you tell me you didn't see enough of him from week three that you're like oh let's keep him around <laughs> the, they had the, the week like you said they got lucky they had an early buy how about you go and get somebody you saw the Jaguars trade for Dobbs okay yeah and they're not even using him okay <laughs> because Minshew's actually played well but you're telling me that after week three when that was when they played the Browns, right? Was it when... Uh, yes. The, I think it was when they, they played the Browns. And they don't do anything offensively. You So so you couldn't go out and get somebody and say, all right, we're going to spend the bye. No, no, the week three was the Patriots. They, they, they couldn't move the ball on offense at all. The only touchdowns they scored was a blocked punt and a pick six. Okay? So they can't move the ball... It's a perfect time to go out and get somebody and say, we have two weeks now to get you in the flow of the offense. And they didn't do it. So this is a big, this is a big fail, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you want to at least compete. I'm not saying they win this game, but you show a little effort. No, they're not. Outside of the Bills game, they lose 23-3 to to the Browns. They lose thirty to fourteen to the Patriots, which is a you know fluky because they had the pick six with the backup quarterback in, so you take that out thirty to seven, and now thirty one to six. So, uh, I don't know. You got Sam Darnold coming back this week, so hopefully it'll be different. I, I personally, do you I even can't want, expect something? I do you want Sam Darnold coming back if you're giving up ten sacks? Yeah, I mean, if he's not a hundred percent. I wouldn't even bother. I would say, wait, you know, take your time coming back because I know it's only your own. You're only zero and four. How many zero and four teams make the playoffs? I don't think it's ever happened. So, take it for what it is. You never want to concede a season, but if he's not one hundred percent, you're going to put him behind an offensive line that can't block anybody, and you're you're not going anywhere this year. Right, the Only one team has ever made it at 0-4. When was that? The San Diego Chargers in 1992. Okay, so one team. Is this team <laughs> going to be the second team? No, they're not. 
So let Darnold actually get back to 100%. You're not winning the division. We know that already. And the Bills are 4-1. So, <laughs> and there, there are a bunch of teams now that, act like, are in the middle of the road, you know? Steelers 2-3, and three, Raiders 3-2. and two. Um, There are teams that you're going to have to jump over. It's not going to happen. Sorry to tell you. But let him get back to 100%. Bring him back when he's ready. And hopefully he gets into, a, you know, kind of like second half of last year where he played really well. And then you know going into that – I don't really know what else you could do. They wasted two – they wasted uh, – a game here. Yeah. And even if they had Darnold, I don't know if they're beating the Eagles. But Probably at least give not. yourself a shot. Like you said, at least be competitive. Give yourself a shot. And... I'm just surprised. There's no one out there on some other practice squad that you saw what you got from Luke Folk. The scouting report on him was doesn't have the arm strength to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. And when you have... You can have the best running back in the world... Le'Veon Bell is actually playing pretty well. He's playing well, but he's the only one because they can't throw the ball to anybody else. I mean, that's there's I'm no, surprised there's no I haven't heard more from just wide receivers complaining. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe they're just good, good guys. I don't know. Crowder doesn't <laughs> seem like the type to complain, but Robbie Anderson, I think, right? Would. Yeah. Rob, I wouldn't be surprised if he's checked out after the uh, um, oh no that was week one where Darnold just missed him on those oh yeah the two, two bombs yeah so apparently he was sick that game too I don't mm-hmm. know but I mean at this point you just gotta just take it for what it is uh, they're not they're not coming back from an 0-4 to, to do anything significant so uh, on to the next one here. Ravens beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Big division game win for them. Uh, won at 26-23. Really came down to the wire. Uh, actually went into overtime. Yeah, um, the Steelers played with them. I mean, the big takeaway was... Who was it? Uh, Mason Rudolph's death on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was... Uh, that, talk about insult to injury. I mean, they get him on the cart... And the cart dies. They take his face mask off. The cart dies. Then they have to walk him off. Even though there's another cart on the other side of the field that they just didn't get. And it just looks so weird because he didn't have a face mask. (laughs) It's like, what's going on here? But um, I actually, I have not seen the actual hit. He was sandwiched. It was a high hit. Oh no! I ha- yeah, okay. Yeah. I have I have seen it. Yes, he was being kind of ta- he was being tackled from and, behind, and then another yeah. guy comes in and, and just clocks him. But um, yeah, that was that was tough to watch. But I mean, he he gave him a you know. I'd be worried about the Ravens defense. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit worried about them. Um, giving up forty to the Browns. 30 plus to the Chiefs which I, I can live with that I can live yeah, with the, the Chiefs, Chiefs because they're the Chiefs but you know giving up 40 to the Browns the Browns look lost the Browns <laughs> look lost Monday night game. and they gave up 40 to them maybe it's just a game plan they you know they're division teams they know each other pretty well so maybe that's what it was all about but I mean even giving up 23 to the Steelers that's I mean 
I don't know, but they do get the win, three and two, to uh, take first place in the division. And you know, Lamar Jackson's kind of come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, honestly, it looks like he's trying to run too much instead of sitting in the pocket. Yeah, which that's I mean that's that's kind of what you saw it in. I don't know if you watched the last drive. It was they got into uh, field goal range pretty early in the drive, and then. He was, they were trying to throw it to get a little closer, and Lamar Jackson scrambling for like two yards. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that's. I I I wasn't able to watch the game, so I don't know what the flow was like. But I mean, typically you see that when, you know, the the Steelers have been getting a pretty good pass rush the last couple of weeks, and when that starts to happen, then you should, I mean, especially for him because he's such a run running quarterback, you get those happy feet, and then you kind of get off your spot, but. I know the Dolphins love that Mason Rudolph injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that pick keeps looking better and better. Now the yeah. Steelers are one and four. No, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, big win for the Ravens. Again, taking first place in the division now. So they they do have to work out the defense, like you said. Um, that's. I think their offense will. You know, it's dynamic, and Ingram's looked good. Um, Mark Andrews just kind of slowed down a little bit from his early season pace, but he's uh, he's a threat, and and I'm, they'll be an exciting team if they can get their defense figured out. They'll be an exciting team, but uh, kind of the the boring game of the week, the Bills. It's always the Titans. Yeah, it's they're always, always involved is. in the boring game of the week. Bills end up going into Tennessee and winning fourteen to seven. They go to four and one. I mean, again, the Bills defense. Is Bills legit. defense. They. Uh, I mean, there's not there's not really much else you can say about them. They've. I, I'm I'm curious to know how many points they've given up. Um, this season, but it can't be. They they they've got to be giving up less than ten points a game because. Oh, uh, maybe I, maybe around 10, 11, 12 I know points. they gave up sixteen to the Patriots. You have and 16 to was, the Patriots and the Jets. I think they gave up a couple to the Bengals in some garbage time. Okay, yeah, that's right. But, I mean, again, garbage time. They've, um... I mean, they had five sacks in this game. It's just... They're, uh, the thing is, they're secondary. I mean, so right now, the Bills are third in, to- in total defense. They're giving up 275 yards a game, uh, 187 pass, 87 rush. So... And they've given up seventy. They're giving up fourteen points a game. So their defense is uh, their defense is legit. They're third in total defense and in points allowed per game. Um, yeah, uh, we're looking, <laughs> I just pointed, just pointed it, to the it Patriots. out. Yes, Patriots six point eight points allowed <laughs> per game. It's just ridiculous. Two hundred. No one. <laughs> yeah, two hundred and thirty-eight yards allowed uh, per game. That's crazy. I know. It's crazy. And I have a feeling... It's going to stay gonna go, like that. It's, gonna go, yeah, it's either <laughs> going to stay or get better this week against the uh, against the Giants, but... They might decrease it. <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, apparently, the Giants are predicted to have less... Uh, 2.9 points is the projection <laughs> yeah. on Odd Shark for the Giants' uh, offensive output. So, uh, not looking good for them. But we'll get to that game in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, big win for the Bills... Uh, keep pace with the Patriots. Uh, hey, maybe this turns out to be 
kind of an interesting race. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd you know? like the Patriots to actually have to play 16 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time that happened? It's been I a while. Tell you. <laughs> maybe 2010, maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, speaking of the Patriots, let's get to this game. Easy win, 33-7 over the Redskins. Uh, actually resulted in Jay Gruden getting fired. Yeah, uh, I wrote an article for Link Sports, and I was saying this is Jay Gruden's last game. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you called it then? Yeah, it was, it was it was too obvious. The writing was on the wall. Yeah, I mean they really. You don't want a new regime to start off facing the Patriots. No, and what you know the first game of the season the Redskins and he refused to play. Haskins, which was, I think was the final nail in his coffin. Yeah, I mean, to go along with what he was saying the previous week, he just said Haskins just wasn't ready, and that's why he wasn't in there. And, I mean, he would probably know better than anybody, so you kind of have to take that for what it is. But when Matt wants a player to play. Yeah, and you don't play it then, especially a quarterback. Quarterback, uh, you know, first-round pick, 15th overall. You're not uh, you're not going to win that battle, so uh, you know. And, the, and like uh, like I was uh, alluding to, the, the first game of the season, the Redskins almost beat the Eagles, and yeah. you know came down to, to to the end of the game. They start off well, and then it's just all downhill from there. They've just you know the fact that they only they only put up three points against the Giants. Well, they lead they lead the NFL in players on IR. Yeah, which I mean, you can always use that. Um, but like you said, I mean, it was it was time for a change, I think. And Dan Schneider's not the type of person to, no, he's to just sit not, around. Not a good owner. <laughs> no, no, and he's also not that not he's not going to sit around and, and just hope things get better. So um, they named the offensive uh, line coach Bill Callahan the interim head coach. I don't uh, know what this. Yeah. To me, that's not really going to change anything. Uh, if he can maybe win a couple games, maybe they'll keep him around. But. Um, yeah, not good. I know all the hot tweets out there were saying, "How do you, how do the Redskins go from having like Sean McVay?" Oh yeah, yeah, you sent that. Zach to Taylor, Matt Lafleur. This is three the, NFL head coaches right now. Yeah, all young guys that, you know, Zach Taylor with the Bengals hasn't looked good so far, but I mean Lafleur and and McVay, obviously, you know what they what they've done so far. Um, but yeah, um, that was the big that was the big thing there. Patriots just doing what they do, and then get uh, the opposing coach fired. So <laughs> par for the course. Um, a few more here. Uh, Broncos beat the Chargers twenty thirteen. This game just this made was, no sense to me. This was yeah my surprise of the week. I don't know how the Chargers lose this game. Uh, at home, I mean, you can't. At <laughs> no, home, it's there's not no really home games. It's not a home. The there's no home field advantage for the Chargers. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rivers, I, I was playing you in fantasy this week, and he single-handedly lost. Yeah, he cost you the week. Cost me the week. 150 yards, two picks, just couldn't do anything. And uh, I've never been a big fan of Rivers. He made some awful throws in this game. And it just seems like, just watching it from an outside perspective, he just gets so angry at everybody around him he blames everyone else and every, yeah and everybody's oh he's just a com- he's a competitor he's a competitor well he's yelling at other people he's yelling at people on the team you know, I always see him yelling at a center yeah he's yell- he's always yelling mm-hmm. at somebody meanwhile he threw a pick mm-hmm. that it sailed mm-hmm. over, you know four yards over the guy's head and the safety picks it off 
And it's like, all right, just stop yelling at people, go to the sideline and try to fix what's going on here because they still had a chance to win the game. And it just seems like when the Chargers are in these close games and the things aren't going their way, that's they cannot that's typical Chargers. Yeah. I don't know if they've reached like the tipping point where injuries have caught up to them and that's it. I mean, they get Melvin Gordon back and he does nothing. Uh, Eckler has another good game, but I mean, they needed to win this game. This was a this was a winless Broncos team on the road that you know now the Chargers are sitting at two and three. The Raiders are three and two. The Chiefs are four and one. Uh, it's going to be an uphill battle. You're almost uh, yeah, a third of the way through the season. The Raiders aren't a walkover unlike you thought they would be. No. The defense has played better. And I, Broncos you can't have, even beat the Broncos. Yeah. And the You know, everyone, oh, the Broncos have a great defense. Not, mm-hmm. no, not not lately. No. They and, lost Bradley Chubb and they played better somehow. Yeah. And this was the game where, you know, you'd think Keenan Allen's going to go off. Uh, Mike Williams might might start to get Keenan into Allen the rhythm. Keenan Allen had four catches for 18 yeah. yards. Oh, it's, it, was, it was awful. And... Uh, I don't really know who's to blame there, but, you know, Phillip Rivers has been around a long time, and he just had an awful game. I guess maybe you chalk it up to that, but they needed this one, and they didn't get it. So, um, all right, on to America's Game of the Week uh, in the 425 spot. America's team getting killed. America's team losing to the Packers. By Troy 10. Aikman was so sad during this game. Oh, he was, uh, he was, he's always so upset. He's so, I can I, I I can't stand when they do the Giants games. I just I can't stand it. But I hate when they gave Aikman any Cowboys games. It's just wild. well that too. I don't know what's worse, him doing <laughs> a Giants game or a Cowboys game, because uh, you know you could just tell. You can just tell. But um, yeah, Aaron Jones was the big story here. Four rushing touchdowns in this one. Cowboys just couldn't stop the ground game. No, Rodgers didn't do much in this game to be honest. But he really didn't need to. No, and. This is why I was I was big on the Packers this week because Aaron Rodgers I think the I think the stat was seven of the last eight he's beaten the Cowboys. Oh, it's insane! He and, owns the stadium. Yeah, and um, you know the, the Packers coming off a uh, a loss at home to the Eagles, you knew that they were going to want to come out, especially in this spot, America's Game of the Week, that they were going to want to to win this one um, a little you know a little extra, but. Uh, I don't know. Cowboys here started off three and zero, lost two in a row. Yeah, Prescott's not playing well. The Cowboys' three wins were against the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Redskins. Um, maybe not. The no, it was one. the. Uh, I thought it was the Jets. I thought it was the Jets. I don't know. We'll look it up, but maybe not. But um, I know they had three cakewalks. Yeah, and. You know, all oh, their defense is so good, which, you know, we... Uh, I do think they're good. Yeah, but the the uh, the offense just, you know, they, yeah, they end up putting up 24 points, but they... No, I played the Jets this week. Okay. So, they should get a win there, but... Um, yeah, they beat... Yeah, I was right. They beat... Oh, it was the Redskins? Yeah, it was the Redskins. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Prescott's struggling right now. And even with the return of Michael Gallup, yeah, they just were they were just were out of sync, and um, all the people that oh Prescott pay him pay him whatever pay him whatever, 
now he uh, gets into a big game here and and he just puts up a dud. So, and Elliott couldn't get going either. The Packers defense really did a good job. Yeah, after getting killed in the running game last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the uh, this was big for the Giants too because the Giants end up losing. <laughs> I mean, the Eagles... The Eagles get a, a big win, but you know, three and two Cowboys, three and two Eagles, two and three Giants. You just never know, and that's that's all we want. That's yeah, <laughs> like you were saying, you just want meaningful football in December, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll be lucky enough to get that this year. But uh, Sunday night game here, this was another surprise one. Colts beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, nineteen thirteen, and it's the. The fewest points that the Chiefs have scored in their last 26 games. Yeah, so. I want to apologize to the Colts. I was one that jumped <laughs> off the train last week. and you shouldn't have. Yeah, I shouldn't have. <laughs> what was the spread in this? It was... Casey uh, by 11. Oh, wow. Okay, so... I mean, Casey had some injuries in this game. I think they yeah. lost two D-linemen, two I think, offensive linemen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know... Watkins went out. Oh, did the Colts come up with a... Uh, a way to beat them. A way to beat Mahomes. I don't. I don't know if that's. I think that's always been the way to beat the Chiefs. Is just hold on to the ball as long as you can, and yeah. run it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you can only. Tyreek Hill's been out. You know, they don't really have a, a, a set running back. They're doing some committee thing with a couple no name guys. Travis Kelsey hasn't looked great. No, and and, and how can you rely on guys like Hardman and? Demarcus Robinson, like these guys are not guys that are going to win you games. They're against bad defenses. Yes, okay, they'll they'll put up, they'll get open, and Mahomes will make them look good. But the Colts have a solid defense, and whatever they were doing was able to shut down these guys that are, to me, they're not they're not game breakers. Nah, they're straight line guys. as yeah. I like to call lone coverage. You know, they're running and. Like you saw, they're not they're not getting eight catches for a hundred yards and a touch. They're getting like four catches for a hundred and forty because there's just blown coverage. You have you have some guys to worry about, and Mahomes can make the throws. Um, but he just they just weren't able to get going. And I think there was a there was a stat um, in primetime games the Chiefs are like two and five since Mahomes wow. took over. So you know maybe that's something going forward that you might worry about a little bit. Uh, I believe that's that's what it was. I, I heard somebody talking about that today, but um, I'm not I'm not too worried about it to be honest. This to me no. shows more about the Colts than it does for the Chiefs. Yeah, I think this just shows that the Colts are legit. Yeah, I think it'll come down to the Colts and the uh, Texans when it's all said and done. So, um, which seems to be like that, you know, last just few about years, so. every year. Um, but the last game here for Week Five was uh, the Browns getting trounced at the 49ers. Um, yeah, the 49ers just just ripped them to shreds. 31-3 was the final. You want to talk about legit defense. The 49ers have yeah. no real defense that I don't think enough people are talking about. I think uh, one of the the interesting storylines from, from last night was Nick Bosa. Just, oh, the planting the flag? Yeah, just <laughs> he had the game of his life. Um, I think he had two forced fumbles, two sacks. He just... They couldn't block him, and I'm sure he he was very happy to be able to hit Mayfield like that a few times. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean the Browns just. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for somebody to lose their mind over there. I don't know. I'm how. waiting for it, and I'm watching eight, OBJ. Eight for twenty-two. Yeah. What's Mayfield's stat line for a hundred yards? Hey, the big thing on him is that he's a one-read guy, mm-hmm. and if his if his first read's not there, he panics and he can't he he can't <laughs> be a quarterback at that point for some reason. He just loses it, and he starts scrambling like, around. I'm looking at the stats. This is like the Giants' offense from last season. He got Odell Beckham throwing for 20 yards. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's running the ball. He's got two carries for yeah. <laughs> 15 I mean, yards. What do you end up with, two catches? Yeah, two catches for 27 yards. Yeah, uh, good luck. <laughs> if that keeps up, good luck over there in Cleveland because he's not going to just come off the – and then – on top of that, they put him back there to return a punt, trying to get something going, and he's running back and forth, you know, and then holding the ball in one hand, he gets, ends up fumbling it, and um, that Most was Giants just fans know that that goes. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, this it's not gonna it's not gonna get any better. It's not sustainable, basically. The way that he, I don't know what he's saying in the locker room over there. I mean, we heard a lot about it because he was in New York. And, and where's my Josina Anderson and Lil yeah, Wayne yeah, interview. I want to know where that is because there, nobody's talking about. As far as I've seen, I haven't seen anybody talking about uh, the frustrations. But all I've heard about is the fact that he wants to wear a hundred eighty thousand dollar watch. Yeah, and he said the Giants sent him there to die, and that looks, looks like he's dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely true. So, I, I mean, 49ers look legit. Garoppolo didn't play great. Um, but he doesn't really need to, the way they're running the ball. No, they're running... Oh, my God. They, the stats last night were like... They, I, I did. I don't. I don't know. They were pretty close to having 300 yards rushing on the on the night. They might have touched it because they just stopped throwing. They didn't need to throw anymore. Um, yeah, they lost their fullback though, and I love the fullback position. Yeah, I I thought that was interesting because I hate the Monday Night Football uh, announcers. <laughs> um, I don't know what. Booger McFarland is talking about half the time, but I I, just I, I went Booger McFarland and McFarland know what he's went, talking about half the time. I went through a Reddit or it was like a Reddit page or something because I, I you know when I when I don't like announcers I'll look it up I'll see what other people think, <laughs> and I'm going through, and it's just people saying like he just contradicts himself the entire time he'll say. You know, uh, this guy's doing great, and then they'll show the stats yeah. and be like, "Oh, he's having a rough game." Yeah, in like, like the third quarter. Uh, apparently, a couple of weeks ago, he said Khalil Mack was too old and he <laughs> couldn't rush the quarterback anymore. And then that same game, he backtracks and says he's a game <laughs> game changer. I don't know, but talk about line. lost years. This is like the lost year for ESPN announcers and Monday Night Football. I know that. And going back to last year, too. I mean, yeah. with Witten. Like, it's just been bad the last couple of years, but... No one wants that job. Yeah. I mean, um, I kind of... I, I actually forget where I was going with this whole thing. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought, but... Um, no, it, it, it was just tough to watch overall. And uh, um, between, this, between the, the Browns just struggling and the, the announcers, Monday Night Football... You know, have they had a good game this week or this season? Have they had a good game this season? No, they had the Jets. 
They had Jets, the Jets Browns. I mean, maybe yeah, week one they did, but they had two games week one. So they had a fifty. It was the 50, Saints. 50 uh, Saints Houston. That was a good game. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. That was a good game. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's move on to week yeah, six. Let's, let's jump into week six. Uh, we have the odds here. So we do. I know we haven't been saying it, but we do take. We do use Odd Shark, and uh, we actually we use the Bovada, um, the Bovada lines that are on here. They seem to be pretty good, so we stick with those. Uh, in case you're wondering where we're getting our numbers from, but um, Thursday night game, obviously we, we kind of mentioned it, but the Giants go into New England, and right now the spread is minus 17 or minus 16 and a half, depending on where you look, but. Uh, for the site that we've been using, it's minus 17. I think we're both on New England this game. Yeah, and before we started this, I mean, you kind of mentioned you want to jump on that quickly because yeah. I don't. that's not going down. No. Uh, the only news that's come out of the Giants camp is Shepard is out. Indefinitely. Engram's out, most likely. Most likely, Evan Ingram, the tight end's out. And Barkley's out. Which we kind of expected. Most likely Barkley's out. They haven't officially ruled him out, but I think they're going to err on the side of Why caution. Why would you even bring him back for this game? <laughs> they're not winning this game. And, um, you know, with the defense... Uh, it's a joke. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, it's a huge spread, and I love the Giants. No, it doesn't Not this week. Not this week. Uh, they just lost by 18... To the Vikings and I would say New England's a lot better than yes, the Vikings on both sides of the I, I don't think you're going out on a limb <laughs> by saying that. So uh, yeah, give me New England for that too. Um, yeah, it's, there's that's not really much one. else to say about that. But all right, into the Sunday game. So this 9:30 game, uh, another London. Yeah, I actually like. I hated that last week they put the London game at one o'clock yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that. I like my nine thirty London. <laughs> you just like fo- just football. Yeah, right. might as well. Why not, right? Um, but I hate watching the pregame shows because I'll get up at like eleven. Yeah, the uh, the nine thirty start pretty much brings you right into one. Yeah, right into one o'clock with no with no gap pretty much. Um, but this one is uh, Carolina Tampa Bay. Right now, Carolina's minus two. Uh, this is a, this is a tough spread for me. I mean, Carolina's looked good offensively and defensively too. I'm, I've been surprised. They held their own by their defense. They played a lot better than I thought. I'm not really sure. Uh, I mean, I guess you kind of have to go Carolina here, minus two. I'm just trying. They're, to look I think they're the better team. I mean the the uh, Tampa Bay has firepower. I just I feel like they some they just don't use it as effectively as they could. I mean Mike Evans has had what one good game yeah, this Giants. year. Yeah. So I mean, and OJ Howard's kind of been non-existent. I forget he's on the team. Yeah. To be honest so with I mean they have these weapons. They're just they're just not using, which is kind of surprising because it's Bruce Arians over there, and he's a good offensive guy. So I figured that they would be a little bit more efficient, but hey, maybe it's maybe it's Winston, you know. I mean, he's a turnover, most, he's a turnover machine. Most people would agree with you. It's probably Winston. Yeah. So it's just a ticking time bomb. That's why if this game's close, I can't trust Winston. No. And they're not. Tampa Bay's not going to be able to touch McCaffrey. This is going to be another. Well, they just, already played each other once this season. I and think McCaffrey was, went off. 
This might have been his dud week, actually. Was it? I think it was. I think it was week two. They played each it other. Was, it was it was week two, I believe. It was a Thursday night game, though. So Thursday night games. Yeah, you can. I know I don't take much stock in Thursday night games. Well, let me let me see if I can. Uh, I want to see the old stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, oh no, it was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep. It was the uh, Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers so already beat him on the season. Yeah, I guess maybe maybe I'm wrong about that because they did shut him down. Um, but yeah, but McCaffrey, this was, this was Cam Newton's last game. Yeah, he only had 37, 37 rush yards in this one. Um, but to be honest, I'm gonna go Carolina too. I think Carolina's found a new identity with Kyle Allen as their quarterback. That this is McCaffrey's team. This isn't Cam Newton's team. Yeah, that the no, whole I, offense revolves around McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, they're just playing better. They're just playing better, more efficient. Kyle Allen's not losing them the game. He can he can throw the ball a little bit, and he's been much more accurate than Cam Newton has been. So, I mean, maybe that's just the recipe they were looking for. Um, but yeah, I'm on Carolina as well, minus two. Um, next game here, Houston. At Kansas City, Kansas City minus four and a half. Uh, I think, to be honest, I think Kansas City is going to find a way to uh, to, to get this to to um, get back to what they were doing offensively in the beginning of the season. So I'm on Kansas City here, but I have a feeling you're are you leaning uh, Houston a little bit? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try Houston here. I don't know if they'll win the game, but. You think they can keep it close? I think they'll keep it close enough to make it a game. I mean, it's just... Houston has as many weapons as Kansas City does. Yeah, they do. They Especially do. with Kansas City's injuries. I mean, I would... I assume you're going to get Tyreek Hill back this game. Because they said he was close last week. Yeah. Which, that, that'll definitely help them, uh, obviously. Um, uh, the, the big thing, you know, is... Uh, the defense has been, you know, playing okay, uh, better than in past years for the for the Chiefs. Um, I just think that they're gonna coming off a loss. I think. Oh yeah, they're gonna uh, be. I think Andy Reid's gonna have some stuff to to kind of get the offense back in the flow. But yeah, I I've been I wouldn't be surprised if Houston was able to cover. I'm just leaning more towards Kansas City. Like you said, Houston has just as many weapons. I mean, especially when Will Fuller's playing like he did last game. I don't see a repeat performance like that. No. They, and he even came out after the game and said, this was our this was the game plan. Yeah. The game plan was to get me the ball. And, hey, yeah, it, was <laughs> a good, it was a good game plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Bill O'Brien finally did something right. Yeah, I'll give him that. Um, but, uh, all right, so that's the first one that we disagree on there, right? You, yep. You kind of crushed me in head-to-heads. Um yeah. This past week, so. Uh, but um, all right. So Minnesota is at home this week to Philly. Minnesota's minus three. This is gonna. I think this is gonna be a pretty good game. I think this one's gonna be a close one. Right now, minus three for Minnesota. You're actually getting even money. Um, so a lot of people on Philly right now at uh, at plus three. What are you thinking? Uh, I'd probably lean towards Philly just because of that stat I saw where Kirk Cousins does not beat winning teams. 
Yeah. And Philly's starting to find their groove. We're starting to see the Philly we saw two years ago when they well, won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're healthy now. Um, Alshon Jeffries has been back. back. Jordan Howard's actually running the ball pretty well. Um, I think they're, they're kind of figuring out the ro- you know the rotation and how they want to use people. Yeah, um, D-line rotation seems to be... Yeah, the defense has been playing better. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, Philly's issue has always been the secondary. And, yeah, and but yeah, you got Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Is he going to be able to attack it? Yeah, it worked out against the Giants, but besides that, it hasn't worked all season. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think I'm with Philly too. I just think that again, it's just one of those things. I think Philly's the better team, and. You're getting points. I know they're on the road, but I'm not worried about them on the road. They just went into Green Bay and won by a touchdown. Um, so I'm not I'm not too concerned about that. I just I think they're the better team, uh, the better team overall right now. So if I'm getting points and I and I feel that way, then that's that's what I'm going to go with, even though it's on the road. Um, so we'll we'll both be on Philly for that one. Uh, Baltimore here, another double digit spread, uh, minus eleven over Cincinnati. Division game, I don't really see this being a close one. No, I mean, the only thing that scares me is a, a division game. Baltimore's defense, if you can't get it right against Cincinnati. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I think I think they'll get uh, at least one defensive touchdown this game, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Baltimore's offense is not the problem. It's the defense, and doesn't that feel weird saying that? Yeah, in our yeah, yeah. It is. It is a little weird. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't see Cincinnati being able to do much offensively. I mean, they kind of like like we mentioned. They kind of found the run game a little bit, but uh, you think Golden has more than twenty two yards passing in the first half of this game? Uh, I would hope so. I wonder what the over under is for his. <laughs> I have to look at that, but. Uh, yeah, I think that Cincinnati's going to be forced to throw the ball, and that's not going to not going to necessarily work out well for them. Next game here, Cleveland hosts the Seattle. Seattle's minus two. Um, I can't take I can't take the Browns. No, I don't know how you can. I don't even know how this is that close of a. I, I know. Yeah, I'm, I, I Seattle just got a more. huge win against the Rams. Maybe that's what they're thinking. I I thought this would be more three and a half, fourish. Yeah, I, I just I think that I, I don't I don't I don't really know what the reason is, but I mean everyone just loves Cleveland, and they're the hot I think they're not team. they're not ready to give up on them yet. Like they're like oh they can't be this bad, they can't be this bad, and yes they beat the Ravens, put up forty points. But I think I'm, Nick Chubb beat the Ravens. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's true. Um, you can make that argument, but uh, uh, Mayfield, I, Cleveland's defense can't stop anybody. No, the the injuries on defense are really what's hurting Cleveland right now. Russell Wilson is as hot as anybody in the league, and he's going to be able to pick this team apart. They they want to run the football. Cleveland just got demolished on the ground. Okay, I think that this is the type of game Seattle's going to love this game. Because they're just going to be able to—they're going to be able to do whatever they want offensively. They're, all the pressure is going to be on Cleveland again, and on Mayfield, and that to me is yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be Seattle. Uh, 
minus two again like you said it's to me it's a little bit too low yeah i'm surprised at this i mean to be honest with you. Uh, i mean essentially you're saying that you know typically the home team gets three points so really they're saying it's minus five for seattle which is more uh, reasonable in my opinion but hey i'll take minus two yeah that's you're getting it with a field goal yeah it's gonna win by a field goal yeah which is definitely uh a strong possibility um Another kind of surprising line here. Yeah, I was going to say that. This one... Jacksonville is a favorite at home against New Orleans. Uh, it's only minus one, but after what... I mean, after what happened last week, you have to think that New Orleans... Like you said, New Orleans kind of figured it out offensively with Bridgewater. And from what it sounds like, Jalen Ramsey is not playing anymore for the Jaguars. His agent has said that. I don't know. This... <laughs> I mean, this is this is kind of weird. I, I wonder what the the reasoning is for this. Um, Jacksonville just came off a loss. I mean, I, I I don't I don't really know what what the reasoning might be. I don't know, but I don't know how you can go against New Orleans. Their defense is still playing insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love the story of Gardner Mitchell, but you have to think that that's. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna come back to reality at some point. Um, he didn't have a bad game last week, but they lost. So. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm on New Orleans here. I don't know how you. I mean, unless you're a Jaguars fan, uh, I don't know. Plus, I'm getting points. You basically just need New Orleans to you need New Orleans to win. That's that's pretty much yeah. it. So, uh, I'll I'll take that. I'll take New Orleans just straight up, pretty much New Orleans to win. Um, next one here, Miami at home against Washington. Somebody's got to win this. Yeah. So, or no, somebody's there is win. a chance for a tie. Uh, there is a, yes, there is a chance for a tie. I would love if they tied. Imagine that. You could have two, you could have, <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. You could have three winless teams. Imagine Washington, Miami, and Cincinnati. Just all go winless. How bad would that be for the NFL? Yeah. That would be tough. Um, but... At least yeah. Miami's openly said they're tanking. Every other team... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Miami's actually... At home, they're the underdog. Plus three and a half. I don't know who's starting a quarterback in this game for the Redskins. I would assume Colt McCoy. But I don't know. It's a new coaching staff yeah. now. I, I'm, I'm taking Miami here. Ooh. I'm taking Miami at home. Getting the points. All I know is I can promise you I'm not going to watch a second of this game. No, no, no way. Um, I don't know. Plus three and a half. I'll take Miami to lose by a field goal. Do I? I, I the Redskins haven't done. Neither team has done no. anything. So wait, what? What is it going to be? Maybe ten seven, ten seven type game. I don't know. But I'm just going to go Washington just for the fact of I think Washington at least has some players. Yeah. I like their wide receiver. I mean, if they, I feel if they start Haskins, I, uh, I think that if they start Colt McCoy, I like my pick. If yes. they start Haskins, yes. I do not. Well, like I was going to say, I think that this this line might be based on Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy starting, and he I think can, he's, a, he's a serviceable. He's, ser- he's serviceable. He, I mean, yeah, he's done enough to stick around this long. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, I just you know if it was like plus two and a half, I I think the red I think the Redskins might win, but I I I, 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 I don't know. I you know I, I'll say right now I have no idea what's gonna happen in this one, so uh, we'll move on. You're insane if you put money on this game. <laughs> Um, or or you just have some inside information. Uh, Atlanta at Arizona. Arizona. Another game. <laughs> yeah, touch. yeah. My, Atlanta's favorited on the road, minus two and a half. I'm not touching Atlanta anymore. Um, I'm going Atlanta. Fuck it. <laughs> you're going. You're going Atlanta. Yeah, I like Atlanta this week. I'm I'm gonna go Arizona. I think. Um, I think Arizona's actually played pretty well. They have shown They've had some close games. Kyler Murray looks like if he had a decent offensive line, like he could actually be something good in this league. And I just think that I think David Johnson's going to be able to have a game. Fitzgerald in the middle of the field, those intermediate pa- I I mean, I just hate Arizona's offense. I mean, offense or defense? Offense. I hate the schemes they run, the air raid, the stupid bubble screens they run. Like, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, I don't know if you saw the pass that he caught to break the record. It was a bubble screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, 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 I feel like they were just trying to get him that to, to break the record because they were at home. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, I just don't, I don't trust Atlanta. They just fired their D coordinator. What the hell's gonna happen with that? I mean, guess I guess Dan Quinn's gonna take over for the time being. Uh, yeah, I mean, if Dan Quinn doesn't win this game, I can guarantee you he's not keeping his job in the week. You're gonna lock that in. <laughs> yeah, is that that can be one of your locks instead of picking a game? <laughs> just lock that in. That Dan Quinn gets fired if they lose. Yep. Um, nah, but I actually think they're gonna win this game. They're gonna prolong the suffering. Uh, hey, I'm not going to be surprised either way. I just I can't pick Atlanta anymore because they just continue. I continue, they just to, continue to screw everyone. me. Everybody, yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, this actually might be one of the. I'm surprised that this game's not the uh, game of the week here. But you have San Fran going to LA take on the Rams. The Rams minus four right now. But to be honest, I think I'm going to be all over San Fran in this one. I don't know how you can't be until they lose. I mean, the Rams. My, I think this is going to be a close game. Jared Goff is going to be shaking his knees. I know they were showing. Uh, yeah. I was looking at Pro Football Focus, and they were showing. They were previewing this matchup, and some of the grades that the Rams' offensive linemen have. It's bad. Yeah, the left guard was rated like twenty-seven. Wow. Uh, Brian Allen, the center, was fifty-six. Okay, he's he's a young guy. I I know I I don't I I think I don't want to speak for you, but I don't like putting a lot of stock in pro football football because no, I, I mean, think their I, their grading system is just like arbitrary. Like I I I don't, I don't understand their grading system at all. Yeah, and um, so so I'll take that with a grain of salt. But I mean the Ram the San Fran getting points when. I, their defense to me is much better than has played much better than their front seven might be one of the best in the one league. of the best in the league their D line especially um, they just get after it and that's when Jared Goff seems to struggle is yeah. any pressure in his face exactly and the Rams have weapons Gurley's getting a little bit more of a run of, of late 
But what worries me is the Rams' defense stopping the the Niners' run game because that, that was that, their issue last week. Exactly. Against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was running the ball. Yeah. And San Fran's defense being able to stop the Rams because I think that's a real possibility. So. And you're getting four points. And you're getting team. four points. It all, An undefeated team. <laughs> yep. Yep. It all uh, comes out to, to San Fran. You're on them as well? Yes, I am. Okay. So... Uh, but that's going to be a good game to watch, I think. I will definitely uh, tune in a little bit for that one. Um, a couple more 4, four o'clock games here. Denver hosts the Titans. Uh, Denver is actually favorited at minus 2.5. All I know is there's at least three games I'm not watching. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is another one of them. This is going to be boring. This is going to be a boring game. Uh, but I, I don't know about you. I'm going to go with the Titans here. I think the Titans are going to come out with a win in this one. What do you yeah, think? I I think the Titans need to get Derrick Henry going again. I mean, that seems to be their only offensive weapon. Well, this is the game to do it, I think, because Denver does have They gave trouble. up 200-something yards to Fournette not that long ago. Yeah. Um, I think that was two weeks ago. As far as rushing yards per game, uh, Denver, they're in the bottom third of the league. They're giving up 126, and that's, exactly that's what, what Tennessee wants yeah. to do. So. Um. Yeah, I, I know uh, Tennessee's getting points. I actually think they're going to win this game outright, to be honest. Um, I just think they have a better overall team getting points. I know it's Denver, so, you know, you have to yeah. deal with the altitude a little bit. But for what they want to do, I mean, I don't think it's going to affect them that much. Um, the last 4 o'clock game here, um, Dallas is coming to New York to face the other New York team, the Jets. I'm surprised this isn't a double-digit spread. I think after what happened, I think people are mm-hmm. a little bit worried about this. But I do. I, I, I'm leaning Dallas back. here. I'm leaning Dallas here. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning Dallas here. Darnold's back, yes, but that old line is the old line a mess. How do you give up ten sacks in a game? And he's coming off mono, so is he really going to be a hundred percent? I don't know. To be honest with you, I've never had it. I don't know the feeling. I mean, it it, it 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 was bad enough to keep him out for three weeks, so so it must be bad. But I think this is kind of an overreaction to Dallas uh, losing at home to Green Bay, which hey, Green Bay owns Dallas, so. If I was the Jets, I would just follow Green Bay's game plan. I'd be feeding the ball to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. But do they have the old line to... They don't. (laughs) That's the thing. So, yeah, minus seven and a half, I'll take that. I mean, some of them are at minus seven, even better. Uh, Yeah, if you can get it If it's minus seven, seven, I'll I'll be jumping all over that because I think that this is just... I mean, I just don't see Darnold coming back and, and being, you know, effective after missing all this time. And the defense yeah. is still. Um, That's bang- the thing. They're, they're still he's got bang- the rust factor too. Yeah. Not just is he a hundred percent. The rust factor. And the Jets secondary is has not. No, they signed Tremaine Johnson to a huge contract. He's been he's, awful. Yeah. He's been bad. And I think they paid him like fifteen million a year. Yeah. It's, and I remember when they signed him, I was like, did they really give him that much money? 
because he's been run out of his past two yeah, teams. He's been he's been bad. Um, but yeah, if you can get this at minus seven, I think that that's that's uh, that's the way to go for sure. Um, Sunday night game here, Pittsburgh at LA Chargers. Minus seven right now. Uh, the Chargers are favorited. Again, uh, I don't really know what to make of this. I mean, I you just have to go Chargers because you you're definitely play. getting a third-string quarterback, Pittsburgh. Yeah. There's I, no way Mason Rudolph's going to clear for concussion protocol. Yeah. Even if he does, the NFL might say, no, you got to take an extra week. I wonder if... After seeing him trying to walk off the field. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. If, if he's on the field, then, they, yeah, uh, that would be a miracle pretty much. But I wonder if Pittsburgh can call the Jaguars back and say, we'll give you <laughs> your pick back if you give us back Dobbs. Because... If, if I was the Jaguars, it'd be like, give me your fourth. Yeah, I would take they, tra- fourth they traded a fifth, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean... Let, let them keep your fifth and you take their fourth. Hey, what's uh, Pittsburgh's what? Uh, are they one and four? Yes, they're one and four. Okay, so maybe not. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're... they're if they were two and three, I'd say all right. Maybe they maybe they can get something going eventually. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think you have to take the Chargers at minus seven. Just they are the better team, and uh, you just had the projection up there for the score. Uh, I was just looking at their record. Yeah, the projection. Yeah, twenty nine fourteen for the uh, for the projected score. Yeah, I don't love the projections. No, I, I don't either. Um, the, the Chargers ha- obviously have their weapons. And you have to think, another week with Melvin Gordon, you know, you, you got to think that he might might get it going at some point. I think it, it usually takes two or three weeks for running backs to get back into a groove. Yeah. Coming off a hold-off. So hold this, would, this would be his third week coming back. So, you know, maybe, maybe they get a little bit more out of him. Eckler's looked really good, though. And the coaches acknowledged that. And he said, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not... I'm not looking to like make any drastic changes because Eckler's been really good. So, yeah, I think just by default you have to take the Chargers minus seven. I here. mean, Keenan Allen's gonna have more than four catches. You would think. I would hope so. You would think. <laughs> um, but you just never know. After what happened last week, I mean, I I can't trust Rivers. So, um, but with things going on on the other side with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, I don't see that. I don't see how they would be within a touchdown of this game here. Uh, last game of the week, Monday night, Green Bay hosts Detroit. This should be a pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, Detroit surprised everyone. They played with Kansas City a couple weeks ago, coming off a bye, so. Yeah, Green Bay's favorited right now at minus four and a half. Um, uh, this, this is, I, I, think I'm, I, I think I'm leaning Green Bay here at home. Uh, I know Detroit, like you said, they're coming off a bye, but I don't know. They, I think they, I think they found something here with this running game, and if Rodgers doesn't have to be the savior, <laughs> uh, you know, then maybe that's takes a little bit of pressure off of him. And I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure what Detroit is yet. I, I feel like I don't. I'm not really sold on them as of right now. Uh, what do you? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think I'm going to take Detroit coming off the bye. I think it gives Detroit a chance to get a little healthier and game plan. And to be honest, 
Philly showed you how to beat Green Bay. You have to be able to run the ball. Yeah. That's the thing, though. I, I, and that's, a Troy, that's what Detroit wants to do. Yeah. I, uh, in the past... In the past, they've had a lot of trouble running the ball. Um, but you saw against Kansas City, they... They dominated. They, yeah. And Kerryon Johnson actually had, his, I think, the best game of his career, uh, rushing-wise. Rushing but, um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could definitely see uh, Detroit giving them a run for their money. I'm just not sold on them yet, and I feel like... In in a game like this, I think if I had you know if I was between uh, Rodgers and Stafford having oh, make plays at the end, yeah. yeah, I mean it's a no brainer. But Stafford doesn't do himself any favors because he's kind of like he's not Kirk Cousins, but he's in that same kind of Vain. category yeah. where you know you just have trouble. I can see teams. Green Bay winning this game, but I think Detroit's going to keep it closer than five and a half points. I'm more okay. taking the points. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I, four and a half is a, it's a tough number. Um, but I could see Green Bay winning by six or, or a touchdown or something like that. So, uh, But that's that's it for week six. Um, so those, those are all of our picks for week six. Uh, we'll do our locks now. And then we'll just kind of give you another little update of where we're going over the next week or so. And, uh, and we'll be on to week six. Uh, you know, looking forward to uh, this Thursday night game. Well, not looking looking forward to it in a sense that it's more football, but yeah. not as Giants fans. So, uh, let's get into our locks. Uh, am I am I picking first again? Uh, yeah, until you uh... until I until I win. <laughs> um, would you say I was uh, I'm four and eleven overall so far? Yeah, you went one and two last week. I went one and two last week, but uh, the head to head matchup I won again. Yes. Our head-to-head so lock. You are 5-0. and oh. Is it 5? Yes. Yes, 5-0 and oh against me in locks. Um, so I have some I have some serious work to do, but... I think i got to stop avoiding these big spreads and pick them if I Yeah, think. no, I know, I know. Um, I think they're going to win. Speaking of big spreads, I'm just going to go with You're New England. Do it. I'm yeah. going to go with New England. Minus 17, right off the bat. Get off to a nice 1-0 uh, and oh start this, this uh, week. Yeah, you know, I'll go. I guess I'll take a big spread then. I'll go Baltimore minus eleven. Okay. I don't love it, but I don't see any reason why they. This should be like how they beat the Dolphins. Yeah, I think where so. I this think, should be a Mark Ingram three touchdown game. Yes, I, I agree. I think. Uh, I think you're you're right on with that. So that that's a good pick. Um, I'm gonna pick on the other New York team. I'm gonna go yes. with I'm gonna go with Dallas minus seven and, and a half. half. That's what it's listed here right now. So we'll go with that. And uh, yeah, I just you know like we talked about, I don't I don't see the Jets being able to do much offensively or defensively. And uh, this line is a little bit. I think I think we're getting a good good deal with this line right here. Uh, I think I'll go New Orleans at plus one. This line just stuck out to me. Why is New Orleans an underdog here? I know it's basically a pick 'em game. Yeah, I, I everything that New Orleans has done over the last few weeks, they they should be favored. Yeah. Even though it's on the road in Jacksonville, I mean, what does that mean? 
you're not going into New England or or, or a place or, or Lambeau or a place like that. You're going into Jacksonville. Um, so yeah, this is this is a good pick. I, I'm like I'm in a, I'm in agreement with you. I think New Orleans is going to come out on top in this one. And then our head to head matchup. I'll let you pick. All right, so head to head, we have a few of them here. Um, let's do the uh, let's do the Kansas City game. We we'll okay. do Kansas City. So you're on Kansas City then at minus four and a half, and I'm taking Houston. Okay. So yep, I'm on KC. Uh, this should be this should, honestly this this is gonna be a good game I think this is gonna be a good uh, offensive uh, showdown here I don't think there's gonna be too many defensive stops in this one no this could be a real high scoring game yeah I saw the I think this was the the highest total on the slate um, at fifty seven oh my oh fifty five it, it opened at fifty seven that's it's at fifty five now. That's but it's still a lot for I think it's the game. it's the only uh, it's it's one of three games that's over fifty uh, uh, for the for the total. So I uh, expect a lot of points in that one. Uh, to be honest, I mean the over might be in play for me as well. I know we're not getting into that, but I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of points scored in this one. So yeah, that's something. Just a note. I know over unders. A lot of people like to bet them, but. If you look at, like, Vegas's history on over-unders... It's insane. They're usually, like, uh, right on the dot of 50-50. Yeah. So like, it, they're, they're really good at predicting over-unders. And the, the way this year has gone, I mean, this year has been especially tough, I think. Um, just just overall, because there's so many teams in that, in that limbo area where you don't know what you're getting on a daily... On a weekly basis... Except outside, if you just put basically just put money on the Patriots spread, <laughs> and I think you'll be okay for the most part. Yeah, uh, uh, I think they're. I think they've covered every game except for. Uh, oh no, they they did not they, cover the Jets. Well, they didn't cover the Jets or the Bills. I think. Yeah, they are. Or did three they push and two. the Bills? Not three, three and two. two. Okay. Uh, so money line then. Just yeah. Even, <laughs> the money line is probably paying out nothing, but. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been a, a tough season so far. Uh, across the board um, but those are our picks uh, and our locks so uh, I'll run them back real quick yep. Max you're on New England at minus 17 Dallas at minus 7.5 and, and KC at minus 4.5 I'm on Baltimore minus 11 New Orleans plus 1 and Houston plus 4.5 alright so those are our locks I'm feeling a 3-0 and week I'm feeling it I need it <laughs> I need it bad. Get me to three and zero gets me to four games under five hundred. So, um, but yeah. So uh, pay attention to those. Uh, let us know what you think on uh, on Twitter. We we try to tweet them out before the games start. Um, we do. We actually did a, did a poll for for the first time uh, this week. So keep an eye out for those. We'd love to to know what you guys think and and. And what, uh, you know, we'll usually tweet out our articles we write too for the link. Yeah, uh, take a look at those. I, th- I did. Um, you said that you did yours this past week on um, the Redskins. Oh yeah, I was Redskins Patriots. I was mm-hmm. like, why am I even writing this yeah, article? Yeah, I, I had uh, <laughs> the other big spread, the Eagles and Jets, and uh, and we were both on that. So so make sure to take a look at that as well. Um, like we mentioned earlier, uh, in the the next week or so, we're gonna have. Um, uh, Michael Vale, he's a college football contributor for the link. 
Uh, we're going to have him on before this weekend to cover some of the col- the uh, big conference games. and, and uh, This is when college football starts getting exciting. Yeah. You get all the conference matchups and you start seeing who's real and... There's been some good. There's been some good games so far, but usually, you know, like you said, the, the early season, you're, you're. It's almost like the preseason. Yeah. yeah, it's like preseason. Let's beat up on some lowly teams to, to to build up our some FCS conferences. schools. Yeah. Um, give them some money to come. And Alabama get, versus just get destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll have him on talk some college football. Uh, and then tell us, you know, what his impressions are of the NFL, and we'll we'll get an idea of what he thinks in in in, term, in, in, the, in that regard. And uh, and then we also have plans to have a buddy of ours, Jerry Hustick. He's a uh, a baseball umpire, a big Mets fan, but just big mm-hmm. big baseball guy in general. Um, he's going to come on, and and we'll have him kind of discuss the the championship series, kind of like what we did with hockey, just you know, like a, a championship series preview uh get his thoughts and, and and go from there and then obviously that'll lead us into week seven so we're going to try to get that done uh over the next few days and uh and that that should be good i'm excited to you know just mix it up a little bit have some some different content um, um we're pretty close to having all four sports going at once yeah so it's going to get busy it's definitely going to get busy but uh uh, yeah, and then obviously, you know, before before the NBA season starts, we're going to have a preview for that as well. So a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, Square the Sharp. Uh, we'll let you guys know as uh, as we schedule this stuff when when it's coming out and when to expect it. And uh, again, make sure to check out the link uh, website lynqsports.com, linksports.com. Free content. Check it out. A lot of time and effort gone into this stuff, and there's a lot of good information on there, um, and some st- some interesting stuff that's coming out. We're doing uh, they're doing a, a parlay, uh, a parlay yeah. uh, a session out where from some big money line spreads to get it even money. Yeah, uh, kind of an interesting idea. So so make sure to look out for that, and and uh, they're at uh, Link Sports at Link Sports uh, on Twitter. Uh, so make sure to check that out as well. So that's what we're looking forward to. Um, again, let us know what you think on Twitter. iTunes. Uh, yep. Rate and review us, please. Check us out on uh, Podbean. Everything, we you know we tweet all this stuff out, so it's easy access for you guys. But uh, you just go on iTunes, check us out. Uh, squaring up the sharp is what you would search for there. Uh, and again, make sure to, to like and review. Make, sh- make sure, you know, give us your honest feedback, and uh, and and we'll do our best to, to give you guys what you, what you want. So... Um, make sure to do that and uh, looking forward to week six uh, trying to get back on track I've been saying that every week so far uh, I'm, on, I'm on a good track you're, you're, you are you, I'm, me specifically I have, I have work to do I'm so. pretty happy with my track so far I'm just going to keep it up hey uh, things always come back to, <laughs> to balance right uh, I'm you in would balance hope. right now. You would hope. You're, you're balanced. I'm. I'm. I got one. One head in the water. I got one head. I got my my head's underwater right now. So, um, but yeah. Again, Twitter, iTunes, Podbean. Check us out. Linksports.com. Visit the website. And here's, here's to squaring up the shark.